Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is, oh my gosh, here we go. I got to look at the date again. This has been a weird one. March 16th, 2021. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Today is the start of free agency. No, no. It's tomorrow. I just realized. I thought it was today at 4 o'clock. I, I can't. Thought, I thought I've it was been, today at 4. No, it's the 17th at 4. Uh, that's tomorrow. I kept thinking the 17th was a Tuesday. It's not. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's all right. We've had this podcast ready to go for, what, you finished it Saturday, mm-hmm. all the notes and stuff for mm-hmm. it? And uh, unfortunately, Ralph got a little bit of a food poisoning bug. I missed all the good news. I'm laying in bed, just totally miserable. And Molly is constantly texting me, we signed so-and-so, we signed so-and-so. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> uh, you know, the good thing about it is, is I've lost uh, almost five pounds. There you go. Just in yeah. time for a bikini season. I <laughs> I haven't eaten anything since Sunday night at nine o'clock. It's like the best diet in the world. I, d- I don't recommend it though. But hey, if you want to lose weight, man, eat some bad meat. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> this is funny because this exact thing, same thing happened to me and Molly both. What was it? Eight years ago? Eight years 2000? ago. 2013. Yeah. To the day, she she texted me an image of her where she had, what do you said you were? It was on Facebook, yeah. One of my memories about how yeah. I was dying. Yeah, and she texted that to me. I was like, wow, what are the chances? This time we didn't both get it, though. Just you. No, well, last time. I, I shared. Yeah. I did not realize, <laughs> I did not know this. This is one of the things about food poisoning, that it's contagious. And so, you know, Molly's all sick. She's laid up in bed and everything. And my dummy's trying to make her feel better. So I'm like kissing all on her and everything. Next thing I know. I'm walking down the steps and I just collapsed. Ready to die. Yeah, oh, man, it was horrible. That was eight years ago. And then it was eight years. This ago. one was a mild version of it. Nowhere near as bad as that one. And that only lasted for 24 hours. Maybe maybe a little bit longer. But anyhow, we're back at it. And Ralph's uh, struggling through. He's probably going to go back to bed after this. He <laughs> <laughs> should. I'd slept as much as I could. It was crazy. Anyhow, we got a lot of stuff to cover here. Molly's got. Know your enemy notes for the free agency yes. with the New Orleans Saints. And it's a little bit out of date, but I think the needs are going to be pretty much the same. So we will go over that. And then, well, first we're going to talk about what the Bucks have been doing since the last time we had a podcast. We had a lot of big news. A lot of big news. A lot of good news. Yes. Okay. Before we get to that, uh, fact checks and follow-ups. We have none. Because we're perfect. We're awesome. <laughs> uh, no, because we didn't do them. So there you go. If you found any errors in our last podcast, let us know. And we'll uh, we'll ignore them. All right, Molly. What uh, you got for us? All right, let's take it away. Let's talk about the big stuff first. Yes. The Tom Brady extension. One year It was a $25 million contract extension, but Mike Greenberg is doing his magic and 
ended up it's i don't he's using these voidable years which i don't quite understand like from what i gather they're like fake years that they add on to the end of the contract where it's like they're not really under a contract but it spreads the cap hit out that far so the buccaneers are really exploiting that which you know they generally don't like to uh, mortgage the future for the present. So I'm wondering, you know, how this is. I guess we're going to find out how it shakes out in a couple years. Yeah. Well, it, it seems to be this is a, a, a league-wide thing. It's not just us. And apparently, I mean, anybody that tells you they know salary cap stuff don't. There, there's a handful of people, and they're all uh, salary cap guys working for the NFL but apparently this year the CBA adjusted contract uh, stuff so that teams can do this. And also they adjusted the uh, – the, usually there's like a 25% amount or something where you can go under. It, it's all a mess, but because of COVID and all this, they've, uh, they've adjusted this year. So all the teams are taking advantage of it. Cool. Okay, so I do have – all right. On the Brady contract, he is guaranteed to be paid fifty million. Essentially, agreed to be paid fifty million over the next two years. He's due forty-one million in twenty twenty-one, and then the remaining eight point nine million will be paid in twenty twenty-two. So he's getting the money in his pocket in twenty twenty-one, but it's going to be spread out over the next four years, including three years that become voidable. So his salary cap number for 2021 is only $9 million. Hmm. It's a $19.3 million savings. Insane. But Greenberg is a genius. I know. I know. And he's done this with everybody. I know. I, could, I can't believe it. I, the guy, you know, the, the salary cap is a lot lower than it was last year, and we're still retaining all these guys. It's incredible. And guys who are like top of the market, cream of the crop, we are keeping them here. Shaq Barrett yesterday got his deal, which I could not believe. I know. And I was so sick. I was laying in bed, and you you texted me. And I I wanted to to get up and jump and everything, but this is the most I could. I was like, oh. Yes. Lifted my arm up in bed, and I was like fist pumping myself. I'm like, yes, I'm trying to look. What is his? Uh, okay, it was a four years, sixty-eight million dollar deal. I'm trying to find what his cap hit is, but he's okay. He's not on um, spot rack yet, so yeah, they it, haven't it talk, updated. It came out to be seventeen a year, or something like that. Seventeen million. A little over seventeen and a half or something. Like that. I, I was amazed. I was like, "Wow!" I thought I, I thought for sure he was going to get twenty million a year. Yeah, and let me see if I can pull up my notes because I know that somebody tweeted about this, about what his cap hit actually was. So, I mean, I it's just incredible to me that we got him for so cheap. Really, relatively yes, relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. I mean considering he was the premier pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many teams that would, you know, there's, there's a lot of teams that got a, 
boatload of cap space, and they would have loved to have him. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's a testament to this team. You Absolutely. Know, the, the guys yeah. will stay here, take yeah. less money to stay here. And also, you know, it is Florida. They you know, get a little bit of a discount on income tax. Uh, but, I mean, Jacksonville's like $72 million under the cap. Don't nobody want to play there? Yeah, that's true. Indianapolis? I mean, they're, they're $70 million under the cap. Or they were pre-Wentz. But, you know, I mean, they could definitely use – I mean, all the Jets – I mean, God, these I these guys would have paid him twenty twenty five million. I would absolutely, think, but, man, you know, I they mean, totally would have overpaid. He wanted to stay here, apparently. Yeah, and apparently they're going house shopping in Tampa. <laughs> awesome, he's finally like, going to buy a house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Greg Allman tweeted that Shaq Barrett's contract has a one point two five million dollar base salary for twenty twenty one. And an $18.75 million signing bonus that's prorated over five years. So it's a, excuse me, it's a four-year deal with a voidable fifth year. So that. I just, I just saw your, your finger. Oh. Yeah. She, Molly sliced her finger. My sad finger. Sunday was not. I no, mean, Sunday it was, was a great a day. day, but it was not a good day for Ralph and Molly, <laughs> medical-wise. Yeah, we thought she was going to have to get stitches. It was my uh, my Buccaneers knives, which yeah, she, I am not used to They're extremely having sharp. sharp knives. Yeah. And and this is why. This is mm-hmm. why I don't have sharp knives. Uh, I'm okay, though. I'm going to live, I think. Yeah, so I had to one-up you. I know. You hurt yourself. And- yeah. I did first aid, and then I was like, okay, it's my turn. I couldn't even go to the emergency room if I needed to because what am I I going to do with the kid? Leave her with you. She would take care of you, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay, so Shaq Barrett we got for a freaking steal. Did we talk about Levante David last time? Yes, we did. He was the first one. Again, that one just shocked the mess out of me. I I was – I was fully prepared to not have Levante David on this team. I know. The, you know, you you got to hand it to Bruce Arians and Jason Light and Greenberg. They mm-hmm. said after the Super Bowl, said, we're keeping everybody. And we both were like, uh, you know, they're drunk talking. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll be damned. Come they more. did it. I know. They did it. I know. And, and I said this, you know, watching the Super Bowl, all 22 – you know, I started getting teary-eyed watching it. I know it sounds sounds a little soft, but because I'm watching this and it's the best football team I've ever seen. You know, I, going through the playoffs, you know, I, I was seeing these guys. I'm seeing them play the Green Bay Packers, the New Orleans Saints, and they're making these other teams look bad. And I, you know, I'm writing notes and I'm like. Oh, you know, the Green Bay Packers are not playing their best game. And the you know, Northern Saints aren't playing their best game and all that good stuff. And then I'm writing that down during the Kansas City game, and I'm like, okay, now, you know, once is understandable. Twice, you've got to start thinking about it. Three times, no, it's not the other team. You're making them look this bad. And I, I realize this is the best football team I have ever seen. And I've, I've been watching football for almost 50 years. <laughs> no. 40, 45 years. 45. Yeah. And, you know, there was the Chicago Bears in 80, was it 86? You know, they were, they were totally dominant. Uh, but I would say, you know, in my defense on that one, there, there, there wasn't a, <clears throat> any competition. They didn't have, you know, they didn't go up against 
you know, the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers or, uh, you know, the, the, the Drew Brees with the Saints and then Patrick Mahomes. with. The, I mean, we went through a gauntlet and dominated. And we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. And we didn't even, we didn't even start clicking until later in the season. I know. How like crazy is that? Week like 13, yeah. right? It yeah. was late. Right. And then even then there were certain, you know, like, like I said, with Levante David, there was something going on with him. So we had a breakdown in linebackers and then, uh, you know, we, we were missing some of our big guys. Uh, You know, Carlton Davis was out for two weeks there at the end. Uh, Devin White was out, Mm -hmm. you know, for the first two games of the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Shaq we missed for week six or 17. Yeah. And uh, Vita Vea was out half the season, over half the season. Mm Mm-hmm. We're getting all those guys back. I know. We're getting all those guys back, and we were dominating then. Now we're going to have a whole off season to get, man, <clears throat> it's dumb. It, it is really dumb at how good we are and how nobody, nobody's even close. Even close. What do you think is going on with Sue? Man, I don't know. I hope we get him. I know. Well, you uh, know, he's such a mercenary and... Everyone knows that, but I kind of thought it would be more of a priority for him to resign. I don't know. Like, I get the impression, and this is based off nothing but the fact that he hasn't resigned with us. Mm-hmm. I just get the impression that he's shopping around, maybe. Maybe shopping he's going to test the free market. And see yeah. But if you recall, like, it took him a really long time last season to resign with us. Like, I think it was well into, like, May before we resigned him. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, maybe it's just he just goes at a slower pace. Yeah. he do, He's his own agent, right? He fired yeah. his agent last year. year yeah. That. Last year, he negotiated himself and uh, signed with the Bucks as his own agent. Well, him and suck up are the ones left mm-hmm. that we've had on our priority list. And suck up, I'm not too worried about. I'm pretty sure we'll be able to squeeze him in. Yeah, he'll be easy. And I mean, even if we had to pay him two million dollars, like not a big deal. Mm-hmm. So the spot rack has our current cap space at eight and a half million, but it's not showing Shaq Barrett's contract. So that's probably going to take up. All. I can't remember what his cap hit was mm-hmm. this year, but. It'll probably take that up. Um, I'm not sure when they even have to have their cap space down below a certain amount. Mm-hmm. I think they get a little bit of time. I mean, there's a deadline, but I don't think it's anytime soon. So we'll have time to like restructure. And this is what's crazy. And this is what we're going to have to watch in the next few years is the dead cap is 827000 this year but that's nothing that is nothing like our nfc south rivals the carolina panthers they have 22.9 million this year atlanta or um new orleans saints have 22.6 million this year Mm. atlanta hold on it's loading has 13.9 million so in the millions Double digit millions is pretty common. So for us to have eight hundred twenty seven thousand, that's just outrageous this mm-hmm. year. We'll probably not be that next year, but we'll see. Um, we also signed Grunk, or we're getting Grunk back today. I, I cannot wait. This Insane. one was awesome. Um, 
let me see what it was. It's an $8 million contract. And, but the cap hit is like spread out. I think we're getting hit. I think the cap, it's, I think that 8 million or I don't know. There's some, it's spread out over four years. So we're using the voidable years for him too. So I think the cap hit in the next few years, it's like a million a year. It's just outrageous that you could even get the, you know. Oh, I know. You know, and, and we've been, we have won the off season for like five years. In <laughs> I know. We, Free agency. Yeah. And we're doing it again. We, you know, the, the, I don't know, man. It's, it's incredible. Hey, we deserve it. We've had a long drought. And now, you know, we're, we're looking at, you know, just having the dominant football team for another year at least, probably two. Are you okay with it if it impacts us salary cap-wise in the next few years? Like, what happens after? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happens it, after man. all the, these guys leave and we're still paying them? That's fine. And we can't afford care. to bring anybody. You don't care. I don't care. Yeah, then we to get a me, bunch of rookies. I think a smart play in that case is to start drafting guys you know, backup guys and developing talent. And then you have them on their rookie contracts in the years where you're paying all these veterans. And, you know, you don't have to worry about a drop off in talent so much when you've got guys that you've been developing and they're on their rookie contracts. So I think that would be a smart move. Mm -hmm. We are in a unique position, which we haven't seen in quite a few years with the Buccaneers, where we are drafting for best available player not for need yes so that's going to be an exciting thing and i really do hope that they focus on shoring up our death depth and especially with these guys who you know probably aren't going to be here in the next two or three years yeah um uh, Leonard Fournette is apparently negotiating he has an offer from Tampa but he's negotiating with the Seahawks too so I don't know about that one. I don't expect Mm-mm. Lenny back. No. I think his market value is too high. I think he's going to go somewhere and get paid. The Seahawks are losing Chris Carson to free agency. Apparently they don't want to bring him back. So we will see what happens. But I think that Lenny should go wherever he needs to go to get paid. And yeah, yeah. Well, we'll I mean, be fine. we've talked about this, but Bruce Arians does not like to pay running backs big mm-hmm. money. I mean, he's not shy about it yeah uh, and you know Fournette's looking at what six eight million yeah like eight that. million yeah. he's like one of the highest rated yeah, running Ar- backs <laughs> Aaron's is not going to pay him that much well apparently we are in talks with James White from New England mm-hmm. so yeah. that's Tom Brady's guy mm-hmm. we could be bringing another Patriot in here how funny would that be <laughs> which I don't really care, you know, the running back situation with the Buccaneers, I don't really care. I'm happy with Rojo. Not I wasn't last off season, mm-hmm. this off season, I'm like, yeah, he'll do the job and whoever they bring in behind him will do it mm-hmm. too. So yeah. it, it's so funny because for years the, the Patriots leached off of us. You yeah. know, they were getting all of our players and all that good stuff and Gosh. now it's the exact opposite. We're mm-hmm. Or vulturing them. I know. They're apparently really active in free agency. I haven't been following it too closely, but I keep seeing they, them pop up on Twitter. They got a crap ton of money. They got like oh, 60 do million. They? Yeah. All right. Do you think? They re signed Cam Newton Blech. for, what was it, 16 million? 16 and a half million? 
Uh, so, you know, to me, they're <laughs> not making good decisions. <laughs> I'm with you. All right. You want to start talking about the rest of the NFC South? Did we cover all the free agents we signed? So we got we got Chris Godwin. We re-signed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shaquille Barrett. We re-signed him. Levante David. We re-signed him. Yeah. Gronkowski. We re-signed him. Who else? Those are the only three I've got on Spot Rack who were. Okay, so the, the other two we're we're concerned with is Dabakong Sue and Suckup. Yeah, I want to throw Nacho in there. I'd like to see Nacho come back. Yeah, you know, say I mean it's not a make or break deal, but you know, apparently he's really good in the locker room, and you know, it's just it, when you have a team like this, you just want to keep them all together. Yeah. I agree. Oh, hey, I found Shaq's cap number. It's five point six million for twenty twenty one. That ain't nothing. I know, and that insane. I know. Okay, listen to the cap hit for all these guys. Chris Godwin, it's fifteen point nine million. Tom Brady, nine million. That's just outrageous. Yeah. I just can't even <laughs> what and, and I just saw uh, Matt Ryan, you know, his cap hit was like 40 million this year. They just restructured him and reduced his cap hit this year by 14 million. So they did save a little bit of money there. But then his cap hit next year is 42 million. So his cap hit went up. I mean, well, it was supposed ridiculous. to be 41 million this year, right? Yeah. So they just pushed it off to next year. Uh, Shaq Barrett is 5.6 million and Levante is 3.5 million. And then Gronk, I think, is around one or two, maybe three million. His cap hit. It, I mean, it's just ridiculous. How are they even doing all this? The cap, the, the salary cap is a myth. I know. <laughs> yeah. there. I mean, there's always all these tricks that you can exploit and the good front offices exploit them. Yeah. And we right, have the best. Yeah. Yep. Oh, hey, we did um, agree to terms with Kevin Minter. So he'll be back. I don't have details on that one. Greg Almond was reporting that. Good deal. So. Damn, so we haven't lost anybody yet. But then again, free agency doesn't start till tomorrow. Yeah, officially it's tomorrow. But everyone's negotiating. So. Oh, okay. I found Gronk's cap hit his cap hit this year is 4.8 million good lord so it's four million in base salary four million dollar bonus prorated for cap over five seasons and that's greg allman man thanks greg we're, we're killing it i know i know all right let's talk about new orleans who's not killing it <laughs> you suck new orleans true right. breeze retired Oh, yes. That yes. was another thing you missed while you were dying. I know. Well, that was another one where I was like, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, officially announced he is retiring. So that was one of the big questions in this preview. Like, what are they going to do at quarterback? James Winston. Now we still don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping it's James Winston. <laughs> I know. Well, so they did agree to terms with him. It's a one-year, $5.5 million contract. Wow. Yes. And then Taysom Hill, they restructured him. It's a, Spot Rack is reporting it's a one-year, $12.159 million contract. 
So it seems to me like there's going to be a quarterback competition mm-hmm. in New Orleans, and I ain't scared of either one of these fools. <laughs> I'm loving it. Uh, Taysom Hill, didn't he sign like a four-year $120 million contract Saturday, but it was all, it was weird. It was like all the years were voided or something. I know. Yeah, I think so. Let me see. I'm, I'm pulling it up right here. But their offense is just a mess. And um, yeah, like they that. have, okay, so their offensive line is fine. They don't have any, they do have uh, Nick Easton, their guard. They released him. He was a starter. But they were doing weird things last year with their offensive line, like rotating guys. And they had drafted a guy who, uh, I think Ruiz, who plays center and guard. And they were kind of rotating all of them. So they did release their guard, Nick Easton, and cleared like, almost just short of six million in cap space but i don't think that that was a big big deal as far as that goes the rest of the nfc south their offensive lines are a mess but new orleans that's the one place where they're fine on offense hold on we got breaking news uh jason pierre paul says on snapchat that he is signing an extension in tampa bay tells fans he will be back for another two years yes (laughs) so that means we're we're clearing up some cat room for somebody else. My boy. Yeah. Yes. I got like chills just now. <laughs> like, hearing that. like, yes. I did too, but I think it's because I was sick. Yeah, probably. Uh, that is some awesome news. So, all right. Let's see. Spot Rack says, Taysom signed a one-year 12 million dollar contract with the Saints, including a $9.6 million signing bonus. 12 million guaranteed and an average annual salary of 12 million. He will earn a base salary of 1 million in 2021 and a signing bonus of 9.6 million, roster bonus of 1.4 million, carrying a cap hit of 8.4 million, and dead cap value of 16 million. So, yeah, they're spreading out the cap hit through. 2025 so that is his signing bonus i don't i can never understand these things (laughs) (laughs) nobody does that's ridiculous and it doesn't really matter because next year it'll be you know they'll uh, readjust the contracts and all that stuff yeah exactly so but, I mean, that'll be one thing to watch this offseason, and that's going to be a big deal because Drew Brees has been a staple of that team for mm-hmm. a decade. You know, you and I got together in 2009, and I think that was our first Super Bowl together. It was Drew Brees and Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, yeah. <clears throat> and that's, that's funny. Our, our first Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, And... So it's going to be weird. And, you know, they have kind of, they mortgaged, you know, their future. They have been for quite a few years. I mean, 22 million Mm -hmm. they've got um, in dead cap space. And they have guys who are restructuring kind of like we did uh, to clear up some room. Like Cam Jordan, he restructured. Michael Thomas restructured. Drew Brees reduced his calorie, or his calorie, 
salary <laughs> from 25 million to 1 million. Uh, their kicker. So, you know, they're trying to do some work, but I mean, they've been paying for guys for years, and here we go. Yeah, they all falling apart. The Saints have been pushing this down the road for quite a few years. So hopefully this will be a way to bite them in the butt. Yeah. And, I mean, the issue is that they don't have enough cap space to replace these guys that they're losing. So their wide receiver core is a mess. Like, they release Emmanuel Sanders for cap space. That saved them $6.5 million. Benny Fowler is a free agent this year. He spent 2020 on IR. And then they've got... Lil Jordan Humphrey, he's an exclusive rights free agent. But, you know, after Michael Thomas, there's a huge drop off in talent for the Saints. So they don't even have any room to go get somebody. And last season, Emmanuel Sanders, it seemed like maybe he was going to be the number two guy who could kind of, you know, play in tandem with Michael Thomas and... It didn't work out that way. Mm -hmm. Even, you know, Michael Thomas was injured and then Emmanuel Sanders, I think he had issues with injuries too. And then also, I mean, he just didn't, didn't step in the way they thought that he would. Another issue on their offense is their tight end position. They, they have four of their tight ends are, uh, free agents and they actually have already released Oh, they've released all of them. <laughs> so, Damn. I know. Uh, Josh Hill, uh, they released him. That cleared up two and a half million of cap space. Jared Cook, they released him, but he was set to become a free agent anyway. And he was their third most targeted receiver in 2020. Hmm. He had 60 targets. 60? 60. That's yeah. It? Yeah, he and he led the team in receiving touchdowns with seven. So at this point, Adam Troutman is the next man up on the roster. Have Never you ever heard? heard? I know exactly. So Troutman. Uh, yeah, Troutman um, or Trotman, AU. And so their offense, they got some big questions at wide receiver and tight end. And you kind of wonder, you know, for so long, New Orleans has been a high-flying offense. And even, you know, their running back core, look at Alvin Kamara. He's like the one of the number one receiving running backs. So it's like they've been tailored to pass the ball. Yeah. And their passing game won with a question at quarterback. Not that Drew Brees, I mean, had the arm going for but he he wasn't a running quarterback either mm -hmm. uh but now they've got a hole at quarterback and then their wide receiver core is weak and their tight end core is weak so you kind of wonder like are they going to switch their approach that might be the smart thing to do when you have a back like alvin Kamara, and Taysom hill yeah. and Taysom hill so that might be something to watch going forward in the off season it's going to be so smart. fun Watching them just get beat up all year. That's what's going to be the fun part. Uh, the breaking news again. This is on the breaking news earlier. The JPP Snapchat video was from a year ago. 
Oh, dang it. So Ralph. Talk- <laughs> well, it wasn't me. It was popping up. <laughs> now we got people saying that uh, he's talking about the two-year deal. He's now halfway through. No new, no new deal for him with the Bucks. Oh. Okay. Dang. So we still Somebody got- was saving up that video <laughs> for just, and they're like, hey, I'm going to mess with people. <laughs> yeah, jerks. That's Tampa Media for you. That. It was. It was official Tampa Media stuff. Are you serious? Yeah. Who was it? Pewter Report. And then Greg Allman had to correct him. Pewter Report. Yeah. Come on, yeah. man. Come on. <laughs> All right. Um, oops. I just hit something. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. It was, it was fun watching the, the Carolina Panthers stink it up this year. Uh, it's really going to be fun watching the Saints be horrible for the next few years. I know. I'm, I'm just going to enjoy the mess out of it. I'm going to enjoy the mess out of the Panthers stinking it up this year again, too. I know. Okay. Let's talk. Oh, um, they did. The Saints did sign a right tackle, James Hurst, to a three-year, $3 million contract. Um, so they are shoring up their offensive line, I guess, a little bit. Let's see. What, I don't know where he played before. He's got a purple jersey on, so that makes me think that he... Baltimore. Was, yeah. Yes, he played with they're, Baltimore. They're and, uh, shoring up against Shaq is what they're doing. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, okay. He played with Baltimore in 2020. In the, well, in, um, he was released by Baltimore in March of 2020 and signed a $1 million contract last offseason with New Orleans. So it looks like... Uh, he's a the guy they've already had, James Hurst. But it looks like a backup. So they're bringing him back. They liked him, apparently. Um, okay, let's talk about their defense because their defense is a freaking mess. Yay. <laughs> I know. It's like worse. I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's worse than their offense. I mean, that's pretty bad when you, you don't have your – you lose an elite quarterback like that. Uh, they have been attempting for the last few years to build a linebacker core to no avail. And so this year in free agency, they released Quan Alexander, who they had hoped was going to shore that position up. And of course, he could not stay healthy. That is a huge shock to me. So they officially released him. It cleared thirteen point two million in cap space. Good lord, thirteen point two million. Yes, they were paying him that much. Yes. What is up with these teams, man? Didn't the Forty ers do the same thing? They just gave him a big chunk of money. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, New Orleans had traded with San Francisco and got his contract. Oh, Didn't God. they trade for him? Yeah. There. Yeah. I know. The Saints are also losing Alex Anzalone. Anzalone? I don't know how to say it. Uh, Well, he's a free agent, and Hmm. so they probably won't be able to bring him back. They did draft a linebacker, Zach Bond, but he didn't see the field much in 2020. So this is a weak position for them. Rebuild. Their defensive line is not much better. Uh, Sheldon Rankins and Trey Hendrickson are free agents. Wow. I know. Hendrickson had as many sacks last season. He had 13 and a half as every other defensive end on the roster put together. Dang. Yeah. 
They they had 14. He alone had 13 and a half. And I want to say Trey Hendrickson got signed by somebody. Let me. Yes. The Bengals. He's going to the Bengals. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) the Saints lost them. Uh, They do have Cam Jordan, but the other side of the line is questionable. Malcolm Brown they had to release because of his contract. Uh, Marcus Davenport is on the last year of his rookie deal. So their defensive line might need some help. So, yeah, it's uh, every position. And next, I'm going to talk to their cornerbacks. Four of them are free agents. Wow. Wow. they had to release Janoris Jenkins, which I love this because he's the one who got the pick six on Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm, Sean Freud in your face. Uh, the Brady curse. <laughs> I know. Uh, so PJ Williams and Ken Crawley are free agents. And then Marshawn Lattimore is rumored to be getting an extension. But otherwise, they are very thin at corner. They had to release. Okay, let me see. Oh, they they franchise tag their free safety Marcus Williams, so that's ten million dollars. Uh, Mal- free safety Malcolm Jenkins converted five million of his salary into a, into a bonus, so he cleared a little bit of cap space. But yeah, their their secondary is a mess. Their Linebacker core is a mess. And their defensive line is a mess. So, and then couldn't happen ha- to a better team. I know. Uh, they released their punter, Thomas Morstead, um, clearing two and a half million of cap space. Wow. So, they're they, just getting rid of everybody. Just, I mean, what else are they supposed to do? Uh, hold on. Let me pull up their cap tracker they are currently eight and a half million over the cap whoa they still got some cutting to do they have cutting to do you are correct sir gosh i can't where are they okay uh let's go over you got anything to add to that no okay i I cannot find. I'm looking in the list of teams, and I'm like, where are they? I can't find them at all. Oh, there they are. Yeah, they're thirty. Oh, they're nine point seven million over the cap. I stand corrected. That's for all, not the top fifty-one. The top fifty-one, they're six million over. So, they still got some cutting to do, and they have some free agents. They're gonna lose. Oh. Uh, did we talk about James Winston? What do you, what do you think is going to happen there? I have no idea. I guess that's going to be a training camp battle and maybe preseason depending. Yeah. Well, you know, that Taysom Hill, he's, he's got a lot of skills, but we you know when he took over last year for a few games, <clears throat> he didn't do a whole lot with it. He didn't. He yeah. Did. And. That's kind of the concern with the fan base in New Orleans, you know. And then, you know, they got rid of – oh, no, that was Atlanta. I was thinking of Dirk Cutter. Uh, you know, I don't know. You, Winston's got his decision-making 
issues. I don't know if he's worked on that. No, Ralph, that is coached. And like I saw a clip of him with a football helmet on and a bat. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's it's his, you know, his coat, his trainer that he's had since like high school. Remember that one a couple years ago yes. where they were like throwing things at his head? Oh, while my he gosh. Was, it was a big Why? punching bag or something. Like he trains to play the way that he does. Right. Like he does Instead this on of, purpose. It's right. not in, you know, it's not just he's got bad decision. Like he's training bad decision making. So, no, there, there's no fixing that. You mm-hmm. just can't. Apparently the uh, Andy Dalton is signing with the Chicago Bears. Oh, good for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess with them, with the Cowboys re-signing Dak to that ridiculous <sighs> contract. <laughs> they can't afford Andy or they don't need him or don't think they'll need him. Mm. All right. Let's move on to the Panthers. Panthers are in year two of a rebuild. So sad. Year two of a 20-year rebuild. <laughs> uh, okay. So they have $31 million in available cap space. They do have $22.9 million in dead cap. Apparently, they were hot after... Um, it, what quarterback was just up for free agency? Wentz? No. Hold on. I have it. I got it in my notes. Mm. Oh. Okay. Teddy... Um, Oh, Matt Stafford. That's who it was. They wanted Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. They had offered an uh, the eighth pick, so their first overall pick, and a fifth rounder, and Teddy Bridgewater for Matt Stafford. Holy crap! To Detroit. So where, where did Stafford go? Uh, the Rams. Remember oh, right. Rams yeah, and right. Go- and yeah. mm-hmm. um, Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. So they clearly are not thrilled with Teddy Bridgewater. Clearly. Clearly. And apparently Deshaun Watson, you know, they like him. So if the Texans ever open up to trading him, perhaps Carolina could be a landing spot, which I thought they learned their lesson on those running quarterbacks, but apparently not. Uh, they Their number two... Two of their backup receivers, Curtis Samuel and Pharaoh Cooper, are up for free agency. Curtis Samuel, his market value is about $12 million. He plays behind DJ Moore. And then Pharaoh Cooper is number two behind Robbie Anderson. And he's also their returner. But on offense, he's only had five catches for 73 yards. So... Their depth at that position is probably going to go. The biggest story, in my opinion, is their offensive line is just an absolute mess. They have tackle Matt Kasky. Um, he's up for free agency. Left tackle Russell Okung. He's their starter. He's up for free agency. Guard John Miller is up for free agency. He was a starter. Uh, Michael Schofield. He's a guard as well. He's a starter, and he is up for free agency. Guard Chris Reed, not a starter, is up for free agency. And center Tyler Larson, up for free agency. So they only have their center. Um, 
Matt Paradis. He is under contract, and I think they've got one other guy that's under contract, but they have three offensive linemen that they're having to replace. And they're kind of in a spot with their left tackle, Okung, that we were in with Donovan Smith. It's like they're not exactly thrilled at the idea of re-signing him, but they don't really have a whole lot of other options. Right, yeah. Those, those guys don't grow on trees. Exactly. So that is going to be an issue. Um, it might be something they target in the draft. It might be, but I mean, they do have money, so they should probably look into it. I don't know. At tight end, they have Ian Thomas as their number one. He's not up for free agency, but he hasn't exactly lived up to his potential. So that may be a position that they target for upgrade. At corner, they, um, they've got a few guys. They have three guys up for free agency. And one of them they had released. Another, Rasul Douglas. He was a starter, but, um, you know, it, the publications in Carolina, they were kind of mixed on their reviews of him last year. Some of them felt like, he fell off towards the end of the year, so they should upgrade. Some of them felt, well, he, he did all right, so they should re-sign him. So apparently he was one of Matt Rule's favorites, so he's probably going to return. He did give up six touchdowns and allowed a passer rating of 108.5. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. And then they've got Corn Elder, who was uh, a cornerback and... Um, was a pleasant surprise in the secondary. So he's up for free agency, too. He might um, get re-signed, I think. At safety, they had released Trey Boston. So they need a starting safety. They could use Jeremy Chin there, who kind of plays like a moneybacker role, like Dan Buchanan, kind of safety, kind of linebacker. But they do need some depth there. And at linebacker, they're going to have a hole with Tahir Whitehead. He is a free agent, and apparently he is just not good. He lost his starting job during the season, and then he turned out to be the worst free agent signing they had last year. Hmm. So he was bad in coverage and then bad tackling. He missed 12.1% of his attempts. And he was benched, so uh, he probably won't come back. Uh, their kicker, Joey Sly, was extended another year. And then their punter, they released their punter, who signed with Miami. A big story that they had was that they released Kawan Short on their defensive line. He was the last remnant of that unit with Gerald McCoy. Mm -hmm. And so they cleared $9.8 million in cap space there. They have Adarius Taylor. He's one of their linebackers. He's up for free agency. He was a good rotational guy, so he might get re-signed. We will see. Um, they... <laughs> The fan sites are saying that they need a pass rusher. 
which I just laugh at every time I hear that. Every team says that they need a they pass, need pass rusher. rusher. Think about how many years Bucks fans screamed for a pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Um, with well, the God, Bucks. went 15 years or so without having a double-digit sacker. I know. So it it makes me laugh when I see people go, oh, we need a pass rusher. It just goes to show how hard it is to find one mm-hmm. and a good one. Yeah, good we, quarterback. What? Yeah. We have so many. Good pass rushers. I know. Yeah. And running back. Oh, at offensive line, they had um, franchise tagged their right tackle, Taylor Moten. So they have their center under contract and their right tackle. And then the rest of the line is a big question mark. Ugh. So that'll be fun for uh God, I'm so <laughs> glad we don't have all these issues. <laughs> I know. They're just a mess. They did sign a tackle. Cameron Irving signed a two-year, $10 million contract. That was just yesterday. Ooh, they signed a guard, too. Oh, see, I should have looked. I'm looking at the transactions now. They signed a guard, Pat uh, F-Line. Signed a three-year, $13.5 million deal. So, looks like they are targeting the line in free agency. Okay. Let's talk about Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. What's going on with Atlanta? Are they doing worse? I don't know. You know, they're just a mess. And they, at least Carolina, like they have a lot of needs, but they've got some cap space. And it's the second year of their coaching staff. Atlanta is in a different situation because they have a lot of needs. Their, Their offensive line is a mess. Uh, but they also have a new coach. So it's like they are in rebuild mode and they don't have a lot of money. Mm. So they currently have available $5.75 million in cap space. They just converted. Oh, it was. Oh, they converted $21 million of Matt Ryan's salary into a bonus, which cleared $14 million in cap space with Atlanta. But otherwise, they're a mess. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. They're spent, okay, listen to what they're spent. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, six guys on their roster making more than $10 million. The rest of everybody else, so 50, 51 minus 6, whatever that. I can't do it. 45. So they have 45 players making under $10 million and six making over $12 million. Mm. It's ridiculous. Matt Ryan's cap hit is $26.9 million this year. And Julio Jones, 23. Grady Jarrett, 20. Good Dante Lord. Fowler, 18. I know. It's just ridiculous. So. A lot of uh, income disparity there. There sure is. That usually more. causes a lot of uh, discontent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they're, I don't even know where to start. They're wide receiving core. They've got four guys up for free agency. Uh, two are exclusive rights free agents, so all they have to do is offer them league minimum and they bring them back. And then there's our um, restricted free agent, Brandon Powell. So, but it's like they have Julio Jones and then who else? And, well, they've got 
Don't they have Ted Gage Jr. or Gage? It was Gage and Ridley. Yeah, so, you know, they're doing all right at wide receiver. I forgot about those guys. Um, But at running back, they've got Todd Gurley. He's a free agent. And then Brian Hill is a free agent. So I, I don't know what they're going to do there. They haven't said whether they want to bring Todd Gurley back. His market value is like five and a half million. And these are their number one and two guys. Hmm. So, and, you know, that's kind of a position where maybe the new coach, Arthur Smith, who was the offensive coordinator with the Tennessee Titans, you know, he might target a guy. You wonder if he'll target a guy like Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. like a big bruising back. But you kind of need an offensive line for that. Kind of, right? yeah. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. They... um Release their starting left guard, James Carpenter, and then their center, Alex Mack, is a free agent, but he's probably going to be too expensive for them to re-sign. So, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, on their defense, they release safety, Ricardo Allen, uh, Keanu Neal, and DeMonte Kazi, they'll hit free agency. So they're basically going to have to rebuild this whole unit. Um, Jalen Hawkins is the only one that's returning from last year. So their secondary is a mess. <laughs> uh, apparently, their defensive coordinator, Dean Pease, runs a defense that requires another edge rusher besides Dante Fowler. So we just talked about how rare those are. Have fun with that, guys. You ain't getting Shaq Barrett. (laughs) And so they have a lot of needs and not a whole lot of money. And then you've also got the fact that they're bringing in a new head coach who's going to want to sign his own guys. Mm -hmm. So I would say that the Falcons are in rebuild mode as well. Nice. So our whole division has collapsed. I like it. I know. <laughs> I'm very happy about That's that. Very awesome. Yes. Well, you think about last year, we lost to the Saints twice. And we ended up being, what was our final record at the end of the season? 11, 11 and, five? and 5? Yeah. So, you know, if they weren't good, you know, mm-hmm. we got those two games, we would have been 13 and 3. I know. And if we would have had a preseason, we probably would have went 16-0. and 0, so. Absolutely. That'll yeah. be this year. I know. Somebody mentioned that on Twitter. I was like, ooh, I like that optimism. There is a huge possibility we go undefeated all the way through the Super Bowl. I, I know. I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I am biased towards the Buccaneers, and I do see things through you the Buccaneers' You are conductor of the hype train. Yes. But I've looked around the league, and I can't see anybody that's close to us. And I'm like, man. You know, give us an off season with some practice, and you know, just get these guys running on you know smooth, uh, all cylinders. I just I don't see anybody can beat us. I don't either. I know. But you know, it's football. Anything can happen on any given Sunday. You got injuries. You got Mm -hmm. uh, you know just the weird stuff happens. Anything can happen. But yeah, I I don't know. And who do we play? Oh, we play the AFC East and the NFC East. Well, NFC East is going to be a cakewalk. I know. 
I mean, we'll have the Bills and the Patriots. Yeah, we get to play the Patriots. I That'll know. be fun. You yeah, know, it will be fun. you know, Brady's going to win that game. <laughs> I know. He's going to rack up sixty points, and every time he's going to run over to the sideline and I know figure Belichick's face. You know, it's just um, we learned this off season how much he holds a grudge. Yeah, yeah, and how competitive he is. How competitive he is. So I think he he's is an OG ready. gangster. He's got it circled on his. Ca- mm-hmm. He's already coming up with. He's watching them in free agency, and he's watching the guys that they're signing to figure out how he can beat them. Yeah, so so we're playing our division, which is going to suck this year. Mm-hmm. We're playing the NFC East, which sucks. Mm-hmm. The AFC East, which sucks. What do they got? Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. We'll, we'll see how Buffalo plays. Right. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that Tom is very comfortable playing in any yeah. of those stadiums. So, mm-hmm. I mean, not that he has a hard time or we have a hard time with road games anyway, but, you know, he play, he played there a lot, so. That will be an advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, man, again, like I said, I don't, there ain't anybody I'm I'm even worried about. At I all. know it's going to be hard when this season comes out. You know, when we do our predictions to not just go sixteen and zero. I know. <laughs> I know. And or, or just do nineteen and zero because we're going to go all the way through the playoffs and Super Bowl. Yeah, and we're going to play the Bears and the Rams in the oh. NFC. I know. Like the Rams, huh? Yeah, and they've got Matthew Stafford. Stafford, yeah. That might be a little, that might be a little tough. Didn't we hurt him last year? That was that like forty-one to three game or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Just beat the mess out of that team. Mm-hmm. All right, so is that it? You got it that all covered. Is, that is it. All right, good job, man. We are ready and prepared. We got. Let's see, free agency starts 4 p.m. Wednesday. Yes, tomorrow. So these are all the guys we want to look out for. We want to see New Orleans, what they're going to do, what wide receiver-wise probably, the linebacker. They have no money. I just so, I don't so. see them making any more moves except releasing people. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to they're gonna try to build in a draft. Like, huh? what are they doing? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they probably could sign some people, but. Who, who can sign? Carolina? Yeah, Carolina. They so got like who 30 million in cap space. And we don't really need anybody. We might get James White make up for Fournette. Yeah. Other than that, we're good. Oh, it's so nice to say that. I know. Man. Not be stressed out about it. Uh, they were talking on the NFL Network how we already won free agency. It hasn't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're not lying. I know. Oh my goodness! All right, guys. Uh, man, I'm so I'm so glad to be feeling a little bit better. Hope everybody is prepared for this football season's getting ready to start again. Good lord, it seems like we haven't even had a break. I know. Uh, that's it's what awesome. Happens. That's what happens when you win the Super Bowl. I know. You play it late in February, mm-hmm. early in February. It's insane. All right, guys, that's gonna wrap it up for us. Till next time, go Bucks. <laughs>